Welcome to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. everybody. Welcome to another episode of I Like the Way You Work It. I'm your host, Jeff Welch, and today I'm talking with Lael Oldmixon, who is the director of the UA College Savings Plan. And as the director of the UA College Savings Plan, has a lot to say about what it means to save for college and to prepare kids for the opportunity of advanced learning. And so we talked about uh, not only 529 plans and how they work and what some of the advantages are, but also how having money saved for college changes a kid's viewpoint on the possibility of college and of the accessibility of college, even if it's just a small amount saved. Uh, We talk about modeling work uh, and, and showing our children what it means to work and we talked about doing work that you care about and and she is involved in a number of things around our community that she cares a lot about and uh, is doing great work in our community so i'm pleased to call her a friend and excited to share this conversation with you oh that's not gonna work hold on (laughs) you you can just set it on the table or throw it in the trash that's fine lael has showed up in my office with a pink Red Sox hat on and has some sort of other Red Sox paraphernalia, Mm -hmm. a shirt. Yeah. It's horrifying. Well, you did say that we were going to discuss um, sports today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, specifically, that's why I brought you on to talk sports. Uh, You you were just on vacation. I was. I saw that on the Facebooks. And uh, it looks like you guys ended up at Red Sox camp. We did. Down there, spring yeah. training. Spring training. Oh, you guys are the worst. Yeah. You know, um, they. it was really exciting. I'm sure it was. It was yeah. exciting for our kids, and um, it was a beautiful day. And who doesn't love watching baseball, right? There are people that don't. I do not understand them at all. <laughs> They're a very foreign idea to me. I, it's, it is, in my opinion, the best athletic uh event to to watch it's well, the, my first we, memory we agree on something now <laughs> this is good which team to watch we have a, a, a harsh disagreement about but yeah i mean spring that's got to be a lot of fun to see it was and i see the the trophy was there the world series trophy it was mm. and the wall of wins i believe oh I, yes they had like a photo for every win yeah yeah that's yeah. that was a neat idea that was exciting yeah there'll yeah. only be a handful of photos this year of course but well you know they're <laughs> off to a slow start but <laughs> it's, it's been one day you know they had a rough day yesterday but yeah i, I at, at this present moment the yankees have the only win in the american league east everyone else lost so that. for the moment i'm just gonna enjoy that Yay. it's a really long season though <laughs> so that's probably not going to last for very long uh, that's, that's awesome. Um, you, uh, so, but you're not from Massachusetts. Mark is from Massachusetts, your husband? Right. Mark grew up in Massachusetts. Okay. I grew up in New Hampshire. Okay. So you're still a Northeasterner. Right. And, but this is something you may not know. Mm. I was born in Brooklyn. 
wow, okay, things are getting better. <laughs> the, something terrible happened to you along the way, but that's fantastic. You were born in Brooklyn, grew up in New Hampshire. Yeah, my family's from New Hampshire okay. originally. Okay. So, yeah, but, um, you know, Massachusetts is just around the corner from New Hampshire, and yeah. Boston is only a couple hours from where I grew up. And so that was that was our hometown Part team, of your, yeah. essentially. It's like yeah. Seattle. Like everyone calling the Mariners their hometown team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Um, you, you guys, you and your husband, Mark, uh, you, you have a lot going on. You guys yes. are busy professional people. You have two kids. Like, are you guys good at routine? Are you guys, do you guys have a, a system set up to keep you sane? Um, those are challenging. Th- I know me and my wife, we have lots of challenges related to schedules. Right. And we just have the one. Right. So. Well, um, we have found a routine mm-hmm. that works really well, mm-hmm. and we have we've examined our strengths mm-hmm. and our weaknesses. Yeah. And um, what <laughs> Mark Mark turned to me at some point in the last two years and said, "Wow, you're really horrible at getting out the door in the morning." <laughs> Thanks, dear. Right. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, you're really good at it." Yeah. And maybe you should take the kids to school because it stresses me out so yeah. much. So he takes the kids to school every morning and I pick them up in the afternoon yeah. and that, and I make dinner. And so that has a- absolutely changed our whole approach yeah. to the day. And, um, and I appreciate that we have found that, that pace and that routine. And, you know, the other thing um, that we, we have tried to do with our kids is, not push them too hard right now. They're really young. Mm-hmm. So first and third grade, yeah. we're not pushing them too hard to be in every single every activity. Single, yeah. And so if they want to do something, we're really supportive, but we're not killing ourselves to yeah. run around. And uh, in my opinion, that takes away from our family time at the end of the sure. day. And so we have found that pace of coming home, walking the dog, making dinner, doing homework yeah. and reading time in bed. And it just, it, boy, it feels really good. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a big believer that, I mean, kids are just paying attention to everything. They're watching all the stuff. And at some level, um, like our relationship with work really influences what they're going to think work should look like or should be. So it sounds like what you're talking about there is, is trying to find that balance between the important things you need to go and be about and do and all that good stuff, but also saying, but you can't be doing everything all the time. Right. Exactly. Um, So how do you think that your relationship with work is, what is that demonstrating to your kids? Do you think? Oh goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, it's it's so funny that you ask that because it ebbs and flows, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it just like the cycle of of work does. Yeah. Um, but I I think first and foremost for me and also for Mark, we really believe in the work that we do mm-hmm. and we love what we do and we we have kind of a, a well-defined vocation um, in helping people either be healthy in their lives or um, attain their uh, personal and professional um, goals in mm-hmm. life. And we talk about those things with our kids yeah. and we incorporate that into our, our dialogue with our kids and we are a healthy family and um, and we try to remind them on a, on a regular basis about those important things yeah. for us. So they understand that. And then, um, 
what they don't understand is when I go on a work trip mm-hmm. or when one of us has gone overnight or, you know, Mark yeah. was gone for a few days in the field last week, uh, that that's harder for them. Yeah. And so they, I think what they're seeing is, wow, work involves a lot of travel mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily what we yeah. want them to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think that those, you know, again, your kids are at a young age and so the, the, the nuance is going to, you know, be developed over time. Um, that's but yeah, true. Uh, that, that's, that's great. I, I, I love the idea of having those conversations early and having dialogue with your kids around like, here's why this matters to us. Here's why this is important. And here's, here are the things that we value because there's this combination of the actions you take that demonstrate value and then sort of the story behind them that help to, to give kids who, you know, I mean, they they don't understand all the details, but it gives them some context for why this is important. Um, that's awesome. Um, you are also, um, well, so it's funny. You said you're a healthy family. I think you are a super healthy family because when Mark shaved off his beard, the man got like 15 years younger. <laughs> yes. I thought that was amazing. I know. It's a magic trick he has that I can't, uh, I I just wish we all had, right? It's pretty remarkable. So I, I was I was thoroughly impressed. I thought, is that his little brother? What's going on? <laughs> so that's great. He, he has found the fountain of youth. Um, you, you also are, are doing this team and training thing. That's right. So explain this to me. I, I know you've explained it before, Sure. but explain it to me in a way that I can understand it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, okay. So there are, uh, way too many people in this world who have suffered or are currently suffering, um, as a result of leukemia or lymphoma, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a cancer, blood cancer. Yeah. Um, and many years ago, uh, I think it was 2011, I got hooked into doing team and training, which was, I had an invitation to come join the team and I had in the, my brain, I thought, Oh, maybe I could do a 5k. Maybe mm-hmm. someday I yeah. can do a 5k yeah. and not feel like I'm suffering yeah. through it. Cause running wasn't something that necessarily came, uh, naturally yeah. to me. Yeah. And, and I considered myself an athletic person, but not naturally, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a runner. And then I, uh, did my first training season and it was hard and it was hard work, but I raised a bunch of money for mm-hmm. the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And I, I started talking with people about, um, cancer and about how cancer had affected their lives. Yeah. And it very quickly became apparent to me that many people that I'm connected to within a first degree, yeah. you know, first degree had to six degrees had been touched by it. Yeah. And so it became very personal to me mm-hmm. very quickly. And even within my own family, my dad had cancer, not leukemia or lymphoma, but he had cancer. And I, um, I run for him every year and I run for a friend, um, who had passed away in high school. And, um, and, and what I'm seeing this team do mm-hmm. is focus on curing cancer and working to find cures for cancer and support families who have been impacted by it. And I also see them coming together and accomplishing something that I personally mm-hmm. felt was impossible, finishing a marathon or another endurance race yeah. and, uh, and doing it year after year after year after year. And some of the, yeah. our members have been doing this for 15 years now. Yeah. And it's in, incredible. We've raised almost a million dollars as the Fairbanks team. Wow. 
And that is that's inspiring, amazing. right? Yeah, that's really cool. That our little team in Fairbanks yeah. is making such a big difference. And so you guys, you guys train together, you guys run together and do this kind of stuff. We and do. then there is, what, what is the end goal? What is the target that you guys are training toward each year? So our team here in, in mm-hmm. Fairbanks trains for athletic or for the Anchorage and Fairbanks uh, uh, endurance races, the Equinox mm-hmm. and the um, Anchorage Run Fest. Okay. Those are our our two races. The yeah. the Alaska events is what sure. our focus is. But team and training members can train to go to Hawaii yeah. or Chicago That's or Marine Corps. But we we train locally yeah. for those events um, and. And our target every year is to raise about seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and and we have pretty much gotten to that target every summer every that I've been involved wow. with it. That's amazing. And you're running more than five k's now. And I'm running more than five k's. <laughs> In fact, I ran a half marathon last year, and at the end of the half marathon, when I crossed the finish line, I was kind of jazzed and excited, yeah. and and I I couldn't believe how much fun I had running and that was my for 13 (laughs) miles my reflection for the entire race was gosh I'm really enjoying myself this is what it feels like to like running yeah and that's that's an unusual feeling I I I don't I don't have that feeling (laughs) but it takes time I I, yeah (laughs) I I do respect it in others (laughs) this year I'm I'm doing something called uh, run the year so I'm working to run 2019 miles by the end of the year oh and I just got a notification that I'm at 400 miles wow so I'm feeling pretty good about that that's pretty great holy cow that's a lot of miles we so I wanted to mention one thing with Fairbanks um one of the things that makes Fairbanks special is that we have so many supporters. Mm-hmm. And even if people aren't running, people are donating and businesses are donating. Yeah. I know Dateline has been very supportive of yeah. us with our thank you cards sure, and sure. printing. And, um, and I, you know, we couldn't do it without that. And that's, it really does feel like the whole team, not just the people who are running. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Um, so w- we we met in Leadership Fairbanks. Is that fair to say? I think it's fair to say we met in Leadership Fairbanks. Um, you were a student in Marilyn's class. I was. So like, I, I I've I've been doing Leadership Fairbanks I think for four years now, and so all the groups start to like blend together, and mm-hmm. I start to forget who was in each discrete group. Right. And then the next year, Mark was in my class. That's right. right? So poor Mark, you come home and you say, oh, this was fantastic. Marilyn's the greatest. <laughs> he signs up and he's stuck with me. He loved poor you. Poor guy. He thought you were poor terrific. Guy. Well, I thought he was pretty great too. But um, yeah, I, you just seem like you're involved in all sorts of stuff. Like you're a little dynamo here in Fairbanks. <laughs> you you do Golden Heart Women. Mm-hmm. That's So that's also raising money for a lot yep. of nonprofits around Fairbanks. That's right. Um, that I, I mean, you, you must be fit. Because that takes a lot of energy to be in all these things. Running yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, you know, I am so grateful for the people that organize these groups yeah. and invite me to come. Because um, if they did not exist, I I feel like Fairbanks would not be the place, yeah. the special place that it is. And I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity to get involved. Golden Heart Women, oh my gosh, with Heather Lambert and... Brenda Riley and Lisa Herbert and uh, Michelle Maynard and um, all of the other women that kind of 
put that together originally mm-hmm. and yeah. now Julie Benson carrying the torch yeah. and um, Elizabeth Schock and and um, and a few other ladies who are just such dynamos really truly they're the hardest workers mm-hmm. and I can show up and I can hear the yeah. stories about these nonprofits and write the check for a hundred dollars yeah. and be done with it um, but it, it you know I I can't really take any credit for that except that I try to show up yeah. and um, and I, I have committed myself to organizations in Fairbanks that I really do believe have uh, a long-lasting impact mm-hmm. on the on the mission that I lead in my mm-hmm. life, which is to help people achieve their their dreams and yeah. um, pursue uh, their life goals. And you know, so supporting Golden Heart Women is easy. Supporting the Imagination mm-hmm. Library is easy. Team and training is easy. Yeah. Um, the children's museum it's easy you know um it's easy to support those things that that fit right into your mission yeah so let's talk about your mission and how your work fits into that so you are the the director of the ua college savings i know i'm gonna get this wrong ua college savings plan yeah oh yes okay um so tell me a little bit about what that is Mm -hmm. and why it matters to you thank you um so the ua college savings plan is alaska's 529 plan Mm -hmm. A 529 plan is uh, aptly named for the IRS tax code 529, Mm -hmm. which allows uh, individuals to invest money, and that money grows uh, Mm tax-deferred and um, grows over time. And when that money is uh, taken out, distributed, withdrawn, and used for qualified educational purposes, it is tax-free. So mm-hmm. uh, you put it in post-tax, it grows uh, tax-deferred, and then at the end you can take it out. And, um, and that's a huge benefit for families who are saving because yeah. they see the, the benefit of uh, the gains that they can receive by investing, mm-hmm. and then they are not taxed on, on the capital gains yeah. if it's used um, for the intended purpose, right? Sure. So um, now how I feel like that fits into mm-hmm. to my mission, right? I feel like uh, every child should have the opportunity to receive encouragement that, that uh, post-high school education mm-hmm. is possible for them, yeah. whatever path they decided to take, whether it's vocational, technical, yeah, because this can be used for things other than just traditional college. That's right. Yeah. It, out, you know, everybody hears that word college and they think, okay, brick and mortar, four years, yeah. I have to go and, you know, sleep in the dorms. Mm-hmm. But it's very flexible. I mean, you could go and get an associate's degree. You mm-hmm. could um, get your heavy diesel mechanic. You could get your, um, you could hold off on spending that money and go off to law school and, or go off to medical school. So that flexibility for uh, what is a qualified yeah. uh, educational um uh, withdrawal is is broad, Pretty broad yeah. and then a, a lot of folks um, especially here in Alaska because we're based in Alaska feel that they they may only use it at the University of Alaska mm-hmm. and the other flexible piece of this is that it may be used at the University of Alaska yeah. and it may be used at any of the other 3,500 qualified educational institutions in the country. Yeah. And so it it adds that 
ability for somebody to um, be mobile mm-hmm. with it. Um, so it's it's an affordable way for families to save in advance yeah. for education if they have that desire to, to encourage their child to go on to something post high school, which I've never met a parent that doesn't want their kid to achieve to their have dreams. That possibility, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, how it fits into my mission, I really believe that uh, every human being should have the opportunity to dream big mm-hmm. and should have the opportunity to um, to pursue their dreams without having to take out a lot yeah. of debt to do that. Yeah. And, um, and you know, our, our premise is that uh, if you save even $1 today, mm-hmm. that $1 is um, two less you'll have to pay back later because you're paying back with interest yeah. to whoever you borrow it from. And um, also for Alaskans, we don't really like to take out <laughs> student loans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to give families the power and the control over having that uh, that money saved up in advance so that they don't have to go and have that awkward conversation with the financial aid office when they're offered the yeah. loan. Um to say, no, you know, Johnny, you can't go to the school of your dreams and you can't pursue the career of your dreams because, um, we don't want to take out a loan or we don't want you to have this debt. Yeah. And, and you're able to, so a family that can save some money, but isn't going to be able to save enough to cover all of those expenses. You still have a nice head start though. Like Huge. it's not, it's not about just saying, right. do this. And if you, if, if you do this right, then you'll have all the money you, you need to, to go through college. I mean, every little bit helps and the ability to save some money today that they won't have to borrow 10 years from now. That's correct. It's huge. You know, for, for my own kids, um, I did the math, right? So mm-hmm. I, I have a little calculator on my website and, um, and in there I said, okay, uh, Quinn is my son, uh, I, I want him to go to my alma mater, which, uh, and, and this is all hypothetical, right? So yeah. my alma mater is a private uh, liberal arts college in uh, Vermont. Okay. And um, so private liberal arts college in Vermont, it's, uh, you know, I think it's like $40,000 a year or something yeah. like that now. And um, so I said, okay, well, I'm putting aside this amount mm-hmm. every month. Yeah. Um, and I have this much time before I go. And, you know, here's the end goal. And it calculated out and it was going to be like $1,500 a month that I would need to start saving right now in order to send Quinn to my alma mater in the future. And I thought, okay, what does 50% look like? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How do I I help him maybe get to 50% of what that is? Because then, you know, maybe he'll get scholarships or maybe he'll he'll have to take on some of that as skin in the game money that he earns. Um, And so... you know, looking realistically, I went down the the list of of options, and I could see, okay, I'm gonna aim for this. This is my goal. This yeah. is what I can afford right now. Sure. And um, for a lot of family, that's families. That's the minimum twenty five dollars a month. Um, for my family, it's a little bit more than that, but it's not you know, $1,700 a month or $1,500. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I I have to be realistic in what my family can do. And, um, and so, you know, I've got my target and I know that that going, him going to school with, um, a pot of money 
that he can say, oh, I'm going to choose to go to a school that's a little less expensive. I don't want to go to your dream school. I want to yeah, go to my, my dream, dream school. school. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> um, and, or he can say, you know what? Um, I'm going to hold off for right now. I can choose to go later or I'm going to um, take that money. I got full scholarships somewhere. I'm yeah. going to take that money and save it for my future children or mm-hmm. um, I'm going to take that money. And, and this is where we also get people stuck, right? Mm-hmm. What people feel like that money, if I'm going to uh, not use it yep. for college, it's trapped, right? It's trapped. It's not trapped. Yeah. You can take that money out and use it for anything that you want. You've just deferred the tax on the on interest, the interest yeah. for you know however long, and yeah. so you have to pay the er, the interest on the earnings portion yeah. or the tax on the earnings portion yeah. um, of that investment, and and uh, and so you know the money is yours. Yeah, you still haven't lost anything right. there. You You're just paying the taxes you right. would have paid on money that you accrued. Right. Yeah. And you've put in all that principal. Yeah. Um. So. So. Um. For me and my family, and what I really try to uh, communicate with other families is, I, I feel like for for a family like mine that wants to see uh, their child have opportunities and be in control of what those opportunities yeah. are in the future, if you have some money saved, that's one, it's setting an expectation that post high school is uh, something we support yeah. and something we believe in, we believe you can do. Yeah. And we know any a child that has $50 in a college savings plan account is uh, three times more likely to pursue so, post-high wow. school education. Wow. Just having anything in, in an account. Mm-hmm. $500, uh, they're yeah. four times more likely to graduate. Wow. It's such a small amount and yeah. it can really change someone's perceptions about yeah right what people believe about them or yeah what people value exactly Hmm, that's interesting our our alaska community has been very fortunate for very for many many years that uh, families can put half of the pfd in Mm -hmm. uh, to fund college savings plan accounts and we find that many alaskans do that Um, last year we had about fourteen thousand alaska families uh, put half of their PFD in, wow, yeah. and then they're entered to win the $25,000 scholarship account giveaway. Well, that doesn't hurt. It doesn't <laughs> hurt. I wish that I was eligible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen my name drawn Your yet. Your poor children will never get that $25,000. <laughs> You're too close to it. I'm too close to it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, some advantages of this. We, uh, of of the UA savings plan... Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got that you can, if you're a part of that plan, you can inv- or, yeah, invest straight from the PFD. Mm-hmm. And then you guys work with employers to, to offer that for their, as a, as a, like a payroll deduct for their employees. That's that right? right. Yep. And um, so we offer the payroll deduction option for, um, for employees through their, their employers. Mm-hmm. Um, and employers can say, hey, we see this as a benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, for our employees, it is not something that um, is uh, is a true benefit in the sense that you can add it to your um, like your health or yeah. your retirement, but it's an add-on. And so, if yeah. it, if, it, if an employee can say, "Hey, take twenty five dollars a month or t- a twenty five dollars a pay period outside of my paycheck mm-hmm. and set it aside," they don't. They never see that money and it's going straight into a college savings plan account. It makes it so easy. But my favorite part and the the feedback that I'm hearing from employers is I can show my employees that I value education 
I also value their family. Mm -hmm. And that reinforces that, um, the attainment or the, um, the retention Retention, of those, those employees and also, um, being able to recruit employees. Yeah, absolutely. We, Maddie doesn't have a UA college savings plan 529. She does have a 529. But uh, yeah, we, we, as soon as we could set it up, we did. I remember mm-hmm. we started, as soon as I found out Nicole was pregnant, I started putting money aside. <laughs> That's so I smart. Like, well, I, I, so I, I went to like six weeks of college and I've just sort of like lucked my way through. That's, that's what we'll call it. I've just gotten really lucky. Um, but my wife, I mean, she went to uh, UAF, got her bachelor's, went back and got her master's mm-hmm. and has had zero college debt. Um, she was able to do that without incurring any debt. And we've seen friends throughout our adult life that in their 30s are still really encumbered by significant debt. Not just, oh, I've got a little bit of a student loan to pay off. Right. But it is a significant part of their lives. And realizing, wow, um, to not have that when you leave college, that's a really big deal. And so we wanted to make sure Maddie had the opportunity to do what she wanted to do. And she's, she's such a funny kid. She, she said, well, well, can I use it for film school? Like she's probably nine at this point when she's saying this, I was like, yeah, that that's a qualified expense. So she's looking at the Seattle film school and she's reading all the reviews and someone had put posted a bad review and she literally is crying in the backseat of the car. <laughs> the school I wanted to go to, somebody said it wasn't, <laughs> it was the very best. Um, because I, um, have a very dark sense of humor when it comes to my daughter. Uh, she has since moved on to architecture and now the the field of law. Right. So we'll see. We'll see where she finally ends up. But she's going to have some money set aside for whatever that is to to pursue that. And I think that that's that is a super valuable thing. Um, well, and the door is not shut for her, right? Yeah. The door is open, so she's she's able to imagine what she might want to do, yeah. and having that flexibility to change her mind rather than having it concrete you know, yeah no i can't i can't do anything sure um when i was growing up we didn't have 529s mm-hmm. and so i felt a lot more limited in what my options were and even what my radius was of yeah. how far away i could travel from home yeah. and you know i i um went to I ended up going to college and I had a lot of help. I had a lot of help from mentors and uh, financial aid and, and I was able to, to do it. I did have debt and Mm -hmm. I remember uh, writing those checks every month or sending that payment every month. And good friend of mine, when I was working in admissions at UAF would say, I used to write those checks too. And in the memo, I would write worth every penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it's hard when you have the debt and it's, it's um, prohibiting you from being able to move forward in your life. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I do think with the 529 plans, even if you have to take out some debt, it's reducing that so yeah. much yeah. Um, that you have the ability to you know, not think horribly about it when you're writing that memo yeah. worth every penny. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well, and so uh, may, maybe that's, that's a good segue to, uh, you know, we started right off the bat, mm-hmm. um, but maybe people are listening right now that are, their kids are 10, 12 years old and it, that's getting closer and closer and closer, but it's not too late to start. Absolutely. It is not too late to start. It's never too late to start. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just that, 
you know, instead of paying, um, again, right on the, on the tail end, it gets, gosh, how do I explain this? Um, you have the opportunity to pay a lot less over time and, or save a lot less over time if you have the full 18 years. But if you're 10, um, it, you just need to start putting in a little bit more Mm -hmm. and, um, and use the PFD and ask for birthday money and consider whether or not your employer can do a match. All of these, um, these elements of saving, it's become more of a community experience, right? Um, but thinking about it ahead of time gives you a lot more control. Um, so whether you're 10, whether you're one or whether you're 15, um, even having that little bit of time there gives you more time to yeah. save. Um, one of the benefits that we have with the UA College Savings Plan, I think it's probably what I would say our most unique benefit, mm-hmm. um, in addition to the PFD, is our ACT portfolio. And that ACT portfolio allows individuals to invest uh, into the portfolio at today's uh, UA tuition prices. So mm. you say... If there's a chance that your child might go to the University of Alaska, mm-hmm. you invest in this portfolio, and uh, it, it, you know, I let's say 282 a credit is is what you're buying for uh, one credit, right? Mm-hmm. 282. You put 282 dollars in, and we guarantee that that 282 is going to grow and and (laughs) right we guarantee that it will um grow at the at the pace of tuition inflation Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't we make up the difference when you take your distribution yeah so let's say tuition um when you go to take out the money is 300 dollars um but your 282 hasn't grown or the market went down we're going to go ahead and and fill that so for a lot of families that guarantee is worth it we have this many credits saved up right (laughs) But the really cool thing, unlike uh, traditional prepaid programs, uh, the ACT is an investment. And so it's a traditional college savings, not prepaid. And so you can take that money and use it anywhere if you don't want to go to the University yeah. of Alaska. You only have the guarantee at the University of Alaska. Sure. But uh, the money is portable. Yeah. Yeah. You could take that and do whatever you want right. with it. But if you want... The credit guarantee. Right. We've got you here. It's yeah. gr- it is an amazing oh, that's fantastic. Um, way for, especially for Alaska families who um, really think like UA is, yeah. is a potential place where my, my child could go. And, yeah. um, and we have that as our default portfolio for the PFD when families uh, don't indicate where they want their money to go. Yeah. It goes into the ACT because it is, it has the, the best benefit. Well, and sometimes those are the most daunting things, right? Like I want to save for my kids college, but there's all these options for how to do it and what to put it into. And I'm just trying to be a good parent and trying to like put some money aside. Right. I don't know all that stuff. Right. So for there to be, you know, programs like that, that make it a little more streamlined or a little more straightforward. Right. I'm sure that makes it accessible for people. Yeah. I, you know, I remember when, uh, I was opening up Quinn's college savings plan mm-hmm. account. I was not working in this office yet in mm-hmm. the, um, with the UA college savings plan. I was working in admissions and I was so overwhelmed because I don't, at that time I, I wasn't really educated on investing yeah. and I don't think the average 
human is yeah. educated on investing. And so I ran into my now colleague, Buffy Kuiper, mm-hmm. at uh, the Alaska State Fair. Also a leadership fair ranks alum. Yes, yes, also a leadership fair ranks alum. And uh, I said, Buffy, this is so overwhelming. What, you know, how do I choose? What do I do? And, and she took the time to explain the options, yeah. which all of my staff do. If anybody has questions, they can always come and visit us in yeah. our office. Um, and, you know, we explain, just put it into layman's terms, really try to um, cut through some of the jargon. Yeah. We also have uh, associates, our partners at T. Rowe Price have a phone bank of people who can answer questions yeah. for, for folks and help uh, translate the the investment yeah. um, options for people. It is, uh, that can be the biggest barrier is choosing the portfolio. But I, what I like to uh, reiterate with parents and uh, with individuals who are seeking to save for a loved one, uh, just start saving, Mm -hmm. whether it's in a bank account, whether it's a CD, whether, you know, if you don't know exactly what the right portfolio is, you can always change. You're in control of those accounts. And so... Once you know that you have that flexibility and you have that control, I think for me, it really empowered me to just make a decision. And now I have two portfolios for each kid and I have another portfolio that um, I'm just testing to see how (laughs) it works. But you get two changes a year and and, you know, it's not going to hurt anybody to to um, go for the portfolio that you think you want and then make a change later if sure, you need to. Sure, And I should I should clarify my earlier comments. Maddie does not have a UA college savings plan account because I didn't know that existed when Maddie was born. <laughs> not because we made a specific choice not to have one. I just didn't know it was a thing at that point. You so. know, you can always open one now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can roll over from your other 529. Okay. okay, so that's a possibility. It's very easy. I can help you do that. And... Um, um, or you can keep your other 529 and have a secondary, a secondary mm-hmm. 529. You, I know one person who has 13 529s, tested one out in every single state to see. They're, an, they're a CPA. And yeah, that sounds like they're, they're really interested in nerding out on the numbers. Right, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to test them all out. But yeah. it, there's nothing that prohibits you from having multiple, multiple accounts. Yeah. So, for example, if there's a grandparent or a loved one in another state that wants to open a 529 account in their state yeah. for your child here, they can do that. And um, and that, I mean, it works. It all goes to the same place in the end. You're taking yeah. a withdrawal to the school of your choice. Yeah. Cool. And, and I, I think that the accessibility factor of just $25 a month um, that pro- when someone thinks about investing, I generally don't think $25 a month is where investments start. I right. think that must be much more money. Right. And so the ability to um, save a relatively small amount, um, that really does make it accessible for a lot of people who may think, oh, this is too hard to, I can't afford to save for my kid's college. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we were breaking it down recently and, you know, so it's, it's less than $10 a week. Right, it's less than five dollars a week yeah. um, that you would have to save, and so how do you, how do you do that? Um, well, you prioritize it over the latte. Which, the latte, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry, Starbucks. Um, <laughs> sunrise. Sorry, sunrise. Yeah, there you go. There um, but uh, yeah, you just do. You make yeah. it happen. And it, for me, you know, I have it out of my paycheck, 
at at UA and I really I don't notice that it's yeah. gone because it's I've already budgeted yeah, it out. You just adapt to the number that shows up in your bank account mm-hmm. and you don't really think about the part that already has been right pulled away. So well I, I think you guys are doing a fantastic job in your work. I think you're doing a mostly fantastic job with your kids, although this Red Sox influence <laughs> is probably not ideal, but they were adorable in their little Red Sox shirts at the... I do want a full disclosure here. All right. I'm a Patriots fan as well. <sighs> I know. It's so- I know. I know. Um, a lot of people have a hard time digesting that. My son is a diehard Broncos fan. All right. Why is that? Because his best friend is. Oh, and, yeah. Right? So sure. there's still time to be influenced All right. uh, for other sports he teams. Could, just, <laughs> he could see the light. <laughs> the funny thing is my only issue with Boston, with Massachusetts, with the uh, Patriots, my only real issue is the Red Sox. As a Yankee fan, I just can't. And so, like, there was this there was this whole era, it seemed like, where the Red Sox and Yankees just hated each other so much, and it was wonderful. <laughs> and then for a while there, they all, like, gave each other high fives and, like, hugged each other on the field. And I'm like, no, you guys don't like each other. And because then last the, year, they started fighting again. So yeah. I'm like, all right. The Red Sox, um, <laughs> a lot of Red Sox team players uh, graduated up to the New York Yankees and vice versa. So <laughs> yeah, they do. There are, there are the occasional swaps, yes. And that's that's a challenging thing. When Johnny Damon, when Jacoby Ellsbury become Yankees, it's like, I want to like you now because you're doing it right. But I have all these memories of what you did to us and all that good stuff. <laughs> well, that that probably is a conversation we could continue off the air, as oh, it yeah. were. For sure. But uh, thank you for being here. And you got to sign the table before oh. you go. Um, thank you. Thank you for your work. And thank you for all you contribute to this community. I really very much appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you for having me on the show. I I could talk about 529s for days. I, I do think the most important thing, the most important takeaway um, for me is Alaska is um, an amazing place to live. Mm-hmm. And Fairbanks is a wonderful community. And our families, every family that I um, talk to and meet with about uh, saving for future education. They really want the best for their kids yeah. and they really want the best for Alaska. And um, I'm happy to be, to have that as my focus and my mission yeah. um, to be able to help uh, families reach theirs. Cool. How do people find out more about what you're doing? Sure. Uh, they can find me at uacollegesavings.com and they, uh, can also find us on Facebook. We are very responsive on Facebook. Cool. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to The Spark, our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work. All the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark.